What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on all things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. All right. Monday edition of Sports Cards Nonsense. It's Jesse Solo. I hate everything about this show already. (laughs) Mike, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Mike's here? All right. Here's the the deal. For the next 14 minutes, you're in my world, sweetheart. (laughs) No, uh, I've got my surgery today, so I'm going to do like the first 10 or 15. We'll do a quick open. Then it is. It's Jesse's world. Jesse and Jason Flynn from Soccer Cards United talking football. Oh, my goodness. And that is the subject you know I know the most about sure. as sports boy. Just in general. Yeah, really. I am curious, what is your mental state right now as someone about to have surgery? Have you had surgery before? No, I'm shattered. Here's the thing. I was fine until really? last night. I couldn't sleep. When you're, yeah. sitting, when you're sitting in bed just awake at 3 in the morning, now I'm just like, all right, cool. So I'm not going to wake up at all. <laughs> oh, I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to have any memory. It's just ridiculous crap. They're going to work yeah. on the wrong arm. I'm going to take a Sharpie to my arm. Yes, actually. It's like, you need to. This one. Like I'm gonna, I um, saw that. I saw that done once. I was going to drop the pups off today at daycare for two days. Hey, do you don't even have the pups there to give the you a licks? Here. Oh, um, man. So You're yeah, going to be fine. I want to go ahead and say so, shoulder surgery. Come on. I'm going to tell you, it's fine. an elbow, but thanks. Tom. I keep saying shoulder. <laughs> Best friend. Um, so yeah, here, between, between the no sleep, no food, and no water now since midnight of last night, Oof. I'm just ready to have this stupid thing done. So I'm irritated, but I'm always irritated. So I guess that's no big thing. But I am happy. It sounds like it'll be a speedy recovery. And I'm actually very interested to see how you do solo on this thing. I, I think would, it's, I actually think it's going to be fine. You get some NFT stuff. You know what? I'm going to let me give you the preview for the show today, folks. We're going to uh, do a little big good. picture talking about the Los Angeles Lakers and maybe some random NFL crap that Mike's going to say. Also, we've got Jesse, your sports boy, talking about soccer with an Irish fella. Gig, 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 gig. <laughs> Next, Jesse's going to have some. <laughs> what is this accent? Jesse's going to. I just, Jesse's going to have a little NFT moment for you. I don't know if he's calling it straight facts, homie, or what it is. And then we've got hyper-focused mailbag for Jesse and Jason Fled. And it is going wow. to be so spectacular. Also, In the future, the, that's what I will aspire to. Any, for the any first reveal. time ever, he's not wearing a Dell shirt because tomorrow's his last day at Dell. And Jesse's going to be at my house babysitting me. Wrong again. This is a Dell, Dell shirt. So. 
Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. Whatever. It's, it's got a hammerhead shark on it, so that probably threw you off. You're probably asking yourself, why would Dell use a hammerhead shark? Doesn't I'm matter. Asking. We've Don't. also officially purchased. I got to sign the rest of the paperwork tomorrow. But we've officially purchased a studio. We bought a place. Wait, officially we, mean you've signed the rest of the paperwork. Well, I mean, I signed I mean, the initial thing. So I okay. So we're going to build that thing out. Pretty excited about that. That is All right, good. We're done. Let's go big picture. I'm going to give you like 10 more minutes. I'm going to get out of your way. No Ronic here either, by the way. I know. It's weird. These are it's always fun. Big picture. You know, the only thing I'm not looking forward to in the new studio is me and you being in the same room. Oh, my goodness. I, I have grown very comfortable not having you, like just space. It's nice. You would not. Well, you probably won't be surprised. The amount of spittle that flies from my mouth when I yell big picture or oh. straight facts. On, it's just, it's a lot. So Plus, I'm going to be able to hear the, I'm going to be able to hear the chomping when you're biting your nails all show it's just not good okay big big picture jesse what would you like to tell us today sports cards um what's the deal with the lakers sports cards uh there has been some real uh downflows what's the word uh outflows i can tell you what i can tell you what it's not it's downflow (laughs) yeah they they are struggling they're nine and nine they beat the pistons last night last night was fun lebron threw in a Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you see this, by the way? I no? did. I actually saw the clip. It I'm didn't curious. look that malicious to me. Okay. that's That was what I thought, too. I didn't think it looked that bad. And LeBron like went over to him as soon as it happened. Not to mention, anybody who's played sports even at a much lower level, I've been hit in the face before. Your face bleeds like crazy. When I got oh, hit in the, okay. the chin, anything above the eye, mm-hmm. I was just like, dude, chill out. In the seventh grade, when I got punched in the face, my nose bled like so bad. So, yeah, I get We're going to find that kid. Yeah. Um, but the overall point, that team is still struggling my thing originally was like hey let's see where they're at after 25 games it's been 18 i'm still not terribly worried i think long term the lakers are a good buy in general but there's some struggles there so we had indy do the report on just some values with them um yeah so what do you where do you want to start leave lebron till the end because i've got a bunch of lebrons in my collection on card ladder so i can kind of update those um where do you want to start host indy when he pulled the report he did like you asked uh pulling non-PRISM as much as he could. However, I do, I still have PRISM stuff I want to point out because it does seem to be the exact same. And it's just going to be, these pop counts are pretty low. I don't know if guys could actually access them. Yeah, so so who, give us a player. Let's start with Russell Westbrook. Let's start with him. Yeah, so Westbrook's an 08, 09 rookie. Oh, wait. Yeah, I mean, yep. mm-hmm. no prism back then anyways. So what do you have for stuff with, and, and by the way, Westbrook is taking the brunt of the beating here, leading, leading the league in turnovers. Yeah, it's reflecting in his card price. Uh, you know what? I'll take our I'll take our victory lap. My thing was I'd sell him, either sell him before the season as soon as that trade happened, or hold mm-hmm. him for the finals run. But that's fine. I'm not right <laughs> often, but when I am, you were right like on I, this one, my friend. When I am, I uh, let people know about it. Tops Chrome Refractor PSA nine rookie. Uh, there's only a pop count of 48, so not not a lot out there. However, this card sold back about a month ago for twelve hundred dollars. It's down to $510. Really, really steep decline. I did go ahead the and just pull The rest of the stuff also? Uh, yeah, I went ahead and just pulled up the the non-tops, uh, I'm sorry, the non-refractor version of this card, PSA 10. And this card, as of a month ago, it had already come down a month ago. So two months ago, it was doing like $2,300. Uh, earlier this month, it was doing $1,800. And as of yesterday or three days ago, it was doing a thousand. So my how the mighty have fallen. Um, you would be one hundred percent with your claim of sell him before the season because you, you're down quite a bit if you bought beforehand. 
Yeah, so here's a cool tool as well on Card Ladder. If they don't, because a lot of the cards are not in the database yet, but what they do have is a player index. So like the actual index of the player overall. And then you can kind of say, okay, well, this card isn't in there, but if everything else is down 20% or up 20%, it gives you something to gauge it off of. I mean, he's down 11.5% for the month. And even more than that, I mean, long term. So yeah, not not great. Not great for, for Russ Russ. Same story applies to if we're looking at the PSA 9, there's a little bit more of a pop count on that one. If you think now's a good buying opportunity, and I am curious, do you think now is a good buying opportunity with it at this low? I think the Lakers have some good buys. I've bought two players in the Lakers. He is not one of them. Really? Nope. I wow. think if you have his stuff, though, you might as well hold it because it is pretty much at an all-time Laker low for him at least. So I'm a hold on Westbrook. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because the PSA 9 went from 500 October 11th as of uh, the 17th of November, it's 182. So if That's you do, if you, yeah, if you refractor? disagree, probably now not a bad time to buy. Not refractor. The, the first the one was refractor. This is okay. Base. I like that. You can actually find that card. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's probably not a terrible buy. And Topps Chrome and Basketball is a, a premium brand. So, all right, what do you got for you have Carmelo on there or no? Uh, let's see. Yes. Yeah. So Carmelo Anthony is on here. 2003 Topps Chrome Refractor. Uh, BGS 9.5, pop counts 287. So not a ton, but more than the last one. Same year um, as LeBron, by the way. Oh, okay. So top, uh, this card sold October 30th. So less than a month ago, $1,250. Uh, this card just sold on the 14th of November for $761. This is for a Topps Chrome 9.5 refractor. Yeah, they were not true gems either. You did point. I mean, dude, the LeBron refractors are like fifty grand. I still think historically Carmelo is a good buy. Oh, I like really? Carmelo. Okay. And here's the other thing. So Carmelo monthly change again according to the player index, thirteen and a half percent. So about the same as Westbrook, even a little bit more. See, I don't. I think Carmelo is. I would buy Carmelo before Westbrook because there's much less disdain for him right now. Really, uh, okay. Westbrook's getting a lot of blame, and and he should. I mean, he's a turnover machine right now. But what, I do think. Tell me again, around. what's a true gem made up of on a BGS? All 9.5? four subs are nine point five. All four are nine point five. Okay, correct. So here's another one because uh, this has two tens and nine point five and a nine, which would mean since it's a nine, it is not a true gem, right? Correct. Or, and since there are tens, so it's not yes. a true gem. Probably similar in value though, because it does have two ten subs. So what did that sell for? So this one, as of a couple, or let's see, this last pricing we gave was on the 14th the next day it had come up a little bit more it was selling for 960 that still seems incredibly cheap to me though for a 9.5 refractor again you're talking about five percent of what lebron's going for not mm -hmm. even I, that's why i think him and Dwayne wade and i think there's going to be a lot of nostalgia historically around the 03 class him yeah. bosh wade Car uh, lebron so I, I like carmelo but again i'm not buying carmelo if your thought is i want to buy and hold hold for a month or two and make money Mm -hmm. I think the shortest term with him is a playoff run. If you're a long-term guy, though, Collector, Carmelo, I think his rookie stuff is a good play right now because I think it's at a safe value. If you're wanting to get on, in on this, maybe where there's a little higher pop count, PSA 9 version, non-refractor uh, of Carmelo Anthony's. It's $81 right now. Um, so PSA 9, Topps Chrome Base, $81. Yeah. What's the pop count? 1000 yeah, super low compared to anything modern. I don't think yeah. that for under $100, there you go. The guys, hey, I'm trying to collect with my kid on a budget. Perfect card of a, of a surefire Hall of Famer. Less than a month ago, I was doing 160 So yeah, you, and there's a chance to double your money here. Yep. Yeah. 
The next All two right. are the guys I've been spending on. So AD is next, I'm guessing. All right. Yep. Anthony Davis. I uh, just bought a pr- now I do want his prism number. I just bought his okay. prism. This is the one I bought at Nash Cards last. Was it last week I was there? Yeah. I bought it for uh I mean he owed me for boxes. I owed him for supply. Basically six hundred dollars for PSA ten. Really? Wow. Okay. So that's and he gave bad. me a, and he gave me a good. I mean, Chris gave me a pretty good deal. What's it going for? So right now? last week that would have been a good deal. This week he overpaid. Um, really? Yeah. So we're looking. If we look at this specific card, this is the 2012 Prism yep. Base PSA 10. Um, this is not the one that uh, uh, Indy pulled up for us, but we'll get I to that one. I want this card though. Yeah. This card is now selling for 540. 545. What, what's the pop? Uh, 1500 again this card took a hit because prism base and prism was villainized 1500 that's also not only is his rookie that's the first year of prism i think that is a monster monster card when it comes back okay they make a crazy deep finals run like they did two years ago yeah i think that's a 1500 dollars card again so what did i say the value was on this 540? Uh, 540 yep so this is the lowest this card has been since, since before the big spike right last summer uh, like since March of 2020. Oh, pre-COVID. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, think so so that is why I think Anthony Davis is the number one buy right now on that team. I was only able to buy one. I'm trying to negotiate for another one right now, but I gotta modify my offer. I don't know it to come down that far. And I'm stick and I will go with prison base on Anthony Davis. I'm good with that. To give a little bit more of a, a flexible option for you guys again, the same card, but PSA nine. It is currently selling for 224. Uh, this one again, you know, back in, I mean, just a month ago, uh, it was selling for 326. So not, not as big of a gap there, but definitely still room to make some money. If you agree, like Mike, this has some room to go. So. Yeah. And down 9% this month in the, in his player index. So yeah, not great. That, which that card is actually exactly that about 60 yeah. bucks off 610%. Okay. All right. So you LeBron's got the LeBron. a big one. Okay. Yeah. So LeBron, I told Jesse, like I've got. I knew LeBron stuff was down. I have all this just typed into my collection on card ladder. Um, I didn't know how far, how far down he was. So, and I, and some of these I, I I just bought. Well, one of these I bought at the absolute height of the market. I know I'm never getting my money back for it. I'm okay. Oh, okay. I made a horrible buy. It is what it is. <laughs> I bought his. Oh, you know what's funny? I don't have the I don't have that Topps Chrome card in here. All right. Hang um, on. I've got it in here. Two thousand three Topps Chrome. What's the yeah, PSA? I have a nine. I have a nine point five. You have a 9.5. Uh, let's see. I've got a BGS 9.5. Oh, it 9. is right 5. here. Sheesh. Oh, now, it was just so low on there you couldn't a, find it. <laughs> a minimum gem is 5,100. Mine's a true gem, so it's probably still in the seven dollars to $7,500 range. I paid seventeen for that card from Burns, and I was thrilled to do it. Like I was just like, yeah. this is going to be the next. That was when I was caught up in the hype of that and Brady, Bowman, Chrome. I thought these mm-hmm. are going to be the two that just never slow down. That card, so pop on that is 3,200, so it's not the lowest pop, but again, yeah. That's a card too. If you're going to get really expensive with, I think you pay for the subs. That's one oh, okay. where the true gem actually does. Some of the modern stuff, I don't care. There's a BGS black, 10 black on here too. Any guesses on what that goes for? There's 11 pop count. 150,000? 111. Yeah. I mean, that's just. I mean, last one sold was March, so don't worry about it. That's probably. There's a crazy here. thing though. Back in October, this card got back up to $9,000. Again, with better subs. I, there's room on LeBron, but man. LeBron just he's got to start winning out there and they got to start playing as a team so that card obviously I've taken a pretty good beating on so I about that though so I've I've mentioned this before but I've kind of just 
settled into the fact that I probably don't know what I'm talking about. But I think there is some credit to my theory that you still some of these guys have not cemented their legacy as far as their card value goes. Like I know LeBron has he will still go down as an all time great. However, I think you are still running a risk when you buy any player that is still actively playing because like no, if he's he, exempt. Yeah, this is a bad point. He's exempt. I don't if, what, if he I mean, if, if he's exempt, then why is his card value as low as it is? Do you think like, well, we're talking about two different things. Are you talking about a cemented legacy and long term value? Zion, if Zion doesn't play again because he has some mm-hmm. horrible thing, it doesn't come back in 10 years. His cards are worth dollars. Sure. If nothing else happens at all with LeBron, this is still probably the floor. You think this, there's no chance it goes lower than this? I mean, there's like, a chance for a little bit of fluctuation in yeah. season, but then after he retires, just nothing but momentum from there on out. Okay. Well, I mean, and I could be completely off base. It just seems to me like, because what if he becomes the villain? You know, like he just becomes Bill. I mean, the only way, and this would be with anybody, LeBron, Brady, Jordan, if something horrible, criminal happened off court, well, that's yeah, different. But, but I mean, uh, but on no he's, he's just such that. an actively social person like social media and things like that it's just nah. like i feel like you're you're playing with fire there but maybe yeah maybe I, that's I how he views it too maybe he's like there's nothing i can say or do that's gonna mess up my legacy so i'm gonna do whatever i want yeah i mean he's you know i i just think he's past that but just to give you an overall so his 2003 bowman chrome i bought this and i see i like this one even a little bit better i bought this one I paid sixty eight hundred, which at the time was a deal. It's it's a PSA ten. Pop is only five hundred nineteen. It's now worth forty six hundred. It's gone nothing but go down since that time. That's another card. Crazy low pop for a PSA ten. Now, yes, it's very expensive. I'm not saying it isn't, but under five thousand dollars, there was a time that was over ten grand. Which card is this again? The two thousand Bowman Chrome. Yeah, Bowman Chrome rookies and stars. Yep. Is it uh, base and what's the grade? I just want to pull it base, up. Base PSA ten. Okay. So that card is way down. Um, my pristine refractor tops pristine uh, refractor. So it's number to one ninety nine. It's a mm-hmm. it's a nine point five population is six hundred. I paid fifty six hundred for that card. It's down to thirty one hundred. I mean, he is down huge Hard. across the board. And then I have that base card as well of the tops pristine. Um, let me pull that one up real quick. So again, two thousand three tops pristine nine five. That card's going for under a grand right now. And the pop on that card is 706. I just don't... Yeah. I understand there's a lot going on. The team's not playing well. I just think there's something up with him where... I don't know. I'm starting to think... I like Anthony Davis upside. He's a lot more likable right now to the majority. But mm-hmm. I think LeBron... I do. I think LeBron and them get it together and they start playing really well. So, all right, that's it. We got to be done. This is your show. Yeah, that's true. Get out of here, Michael. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I had some football notes. I don't even want to share them with you now. Oh, but no, 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 do that because I just I, I do want to touch on that because we're not going to talk about it much with uh, Jason on. But I mean, it was hard. It's hard to even talk about it for me because as a Titans fan, what's yeah. the deal? Why do they lose to the worst teams? I'm sorry. That's all I have to say. The Tannehill market. This is why Tannehill doesn't consistently sell high. He plays great, and then he craps his pants against the Jets and the Texans. I, 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 brutal. It was just ugly. Yeah, and I mean, granted, it was raining. It was freezing. It was I, raining for the I other get, team, but too, that's though. The thing. You're that's, at home. It was the same thing. It's the other they team. should have routed that team. Um, yeah. We haven't talked about Mac Jones. Mac Jones had a oh great game against Thursday. Can we They're talk about his pricing? I've, I think I've so, got some pulled up. Here's something, too. The Don Russ PSA 10 are now hitting $3,000. I haven't no, confirmed. More than that. They're over 4000 
Okay, so I haven't confirmed any of those sales personally, but the one that sold for seventeen and nineteen hundred got paid for. I know the person. He is a actual, not Facebook, but a real life friend with the seller. Those cards were paid for. Above really? nineteen hundred, I've not confirmed anything yet. If you're buying those, you are out of your head. And if you're selling those, I would not sell on eBay. I would be terrified Why? of a return. Oh, I got gotcha. Yeah, I just who's paying four grand for that card? Who's paying seventeen hundred for that card? Dude, that's insane. <laughs> It's I know insane. he's playing good, but and the pop counts are really low. Pop counts are low because none of those cards have come back from PSA right now. Who are people, the guys who spent hundreds of dollars to get this graded? You know, who thought you know there's going to be crazy low pops for about three weeks, and this kid's going to yep. play well, and we're going to be able to really capitalize. I, I am still a so I am a sell on anomaly Mac Jones stuff like that card to me total anomaly. Get rid okay. of it right now. Sell it off eBay. Get your cash. I hate to say this. I don't think he's the worst buy. I, another one. He's been talking oh. to guys this week about buying patch <laughs> autos of his again because I'm just like, this dude is playing. Buffalo is playing like crap right now. Yeah. They play the Titans next week, which is a huge game. If they beat oh, the yeah. Titans next week, we're still the number one seed in the, in the AFC. That's a huge one. I mean, kid already has momentum. If they win next week, uh, we got to start rolling out red carpet. Like it gets weird at that point. So yeah, like I, I think Simmons is going to do 18 episodes next week. If, if they beat the Titans, like it'll just be nothing but Mac Jones talk. Uh, Ridiculous. That'll be the week he decides to come on just to just fully. He's bury me on the ground. And that's fun. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, the other big news yesterday was uh, Jonathan Taylor. No, no Thomas. I don't want to talk about him. Then you, you five say touchdowns and they routed the bills. I know everybody is in love with that. That story, the kid, he played very good last year. He's playing unbelievable right now. He's another one. Overnight, we saw pricing go through the roof. We had that graphic on Instagram of his immaculate, I think it was his shield auto, went for Mm $7,500. Before that, it was less than half. I know it's a great story. And if you're just a a JT, JT, no T fan, fantastic. Like, good for you. Uh, Hold him. Don't ever sell him. Like, great. It's in your personal collection. But if you had bought him with the thought of, I got in cheap, it's a rookie, I'm going to take a flyer. Yeah, I think you sell pretty quick. Again, really? that's maybe a little bit more conservative than some people. Hey, he's going to have a great rest of the season. That may be true. I don't know if he's just, I don't know a running back in Indianapolis that sustains this type of market that he has. It is ridiculous. Absolutely I find, insane. I finally found that Mac Jones. It does say that it's it sold. Granted, we don't know 100% that it was paid, but sold for 4000 There's been another one. There's been a couple <sighs> that sold over 2000 since then. And then just the year of the inconsistent quarterbacks at the top of the of the of the league continues. Rodgers plays great yesterday, but gets beat. Uh, Allen looked like crap. Dak looked like garbage. Mahomes looked terrible and played mm-hmm. the team didn't play that well offensively, but got a win. win Kyler yeah. sat out again yesterday. Lamar uh, Jackson, won. yeah, they won. Lamar Jackson, uh, he missed because of COVID earlier in the week. So I just, yeah, it's a it's a weird year. I yeah. said this today on Facebook, and I, I'm standing by it. I think if Brady comes out and has a big, he's had two bad losses in a row, statistically still in the top in every category, though. If he lights up the Giants tonight, like I think he will, coming off back-to-back losses, he's going to be near the top of the league, if not the leader in some, a, a number of statistical categories, and that team will be 7-3. and three. I think Brady's still right there in the hunt for MVP, which is nuts. If he does so. anything... Uh, one touchdown or more, I win this week in fantasy, and I'm back on top. I've I been need, tied for top. I need 15.8 points out of him tonight, and I would win my other league. I already won the one league. Um, having said that, I think a lot of those quarterbacks are good buys. 
man, Mahomes stuff is still dropping. It had that it, a little bit of a spike last week after the five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Almost immediately starting Tuesday until today, consistent dropping in pricing. They're seven and four. That Chiefs team is going to be a contender in the AFC. There's just yeah. no way they're not. Josh Allen's pricing has kind of held steady. Kyler never spiked, so again, he's fairly steady. I think Lamar is still very undervalued. Uh, and I think I think Dak is another guy you can take a flyer on. Like I haven't sold my Dak stuff for that very reason. I think he's going to keep. I think he's going to get back to where he was about three weeks ago, and then even beyond once it looks, you know, imminent they're making the playoffs. So there you go. Awesome. Uh, we are done for the week. So Jesse's going to jump on with Jason. So we're kind of splicing this thing together. I'm I'm signing off now. He'll sign back on with Jason later. Uh, this is it for the week, though. We're not doing a show later in the week. We'll be back next Monday. Um, We've got some Instagram lives and stuff this week, uh, so make sure you check that out. Just follow us on our socials. You'll see all that crap. Uh, I am very excited in my drugged-up state tomorrow to listen to this podcast. I don't know if you'll be hypercritical or you're going to love it and you're going to think it's the best thing you've ever heard. Well, here's the tough thing. I'm going to say the latter. You're also babysitting me tomorrow during the day. <laughs> my wife, I never take medication Eat your applesauce. So when I take like, like 20 pills in it. <laughs> <laughs> shove a pill. I take two ibuprofen. It knocks me out. So I can't even imagine coming off anesthesia and... Oh I guess God. they give you some. I'm, I'm sure they give you something for the pain. I have instructed your wife to film whatever happens with you. So I have a bad feeling. The old <laughs> personality. See, I have stripped off the old personality. <laughs> I am not a cusser like I used, like I once was. Oh I have a real God. horrible feeling. Those oh, videos the, will not be safe for work. The, the doctors <laughs> are going to kick you out of the OR. Um, Mike, thanks for joining me on my podcast today. I really appreciate it. Hope the surgery goes well. And next time you see Jesse and me together on a podcast, he will be done with Dell. Oh, my goodness. I forgot. Very. (laughs) Shivers. We'll talk about that more in the next half. Do us proud. (laughs) Goodbye, sports boy. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube. Car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. 
Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. All right, guys. It is now five minutes later and Mike is gone. Uh, it's weird. I'm uncomfortable to some degree. Ronick does not have his camera off. He's looking right at me. He usually has it off. And now I don't know what to do. I, I'm going down a dark tunnel. I'm blacking out. I need to breathe into a bag. I am about to pass out. Oh my. You want me to turn it off? No, Ronick, you're good. You do you. You do you. You're good. I like to be able to see. I can gauge if you're smiling or if you're crying because it's so bad. So that's good. Guys, welcome to the Jesse Gibson Sports Boy podcast. Uh, Xnay on Michael. We all hope for a speedy recovery. Um, fun fact, we're going to send him a little uh, homemade dessert. He does not know about that. He will find out uh, when he listens to this or is eating it after he recovers from surgery. So that's fun for him. I'm, I'm happy that he gets a little coming home treat. Um, let's get into something about cards. You know, I guess that's why we're here. Uh, we are about to be joined by Jason. He's going to be here in about seven minutes or so. We've got a lot of Q&A. Thankfully, I don't have to do anything but read those questions because I don't know how to answer or pronounce most of those names. So bear with me today, guys. Um, with all that being said, a little bit of what we were going to go over was NFT. I know Mike kind of hyped it at the beginning. There's not a lot, though. Like, eh, sometimes I want to talk about NFT because I do think there's a lot of value in it. Um, but I don't want to hype it just for hype's sake. So that being said, there are some products being dropped. Uh, again, the the main one as far as sports NFT goes is Panini site. Uh, we like it a lot. That's what we've been using so far. Um, they've got some hoops, NBA hoops that are releasing. I think uh, by the time you listen to this, they will already be out as well as uh, NBA. Uh, yeah, Prism, Panini Prism NFT green ice parallels are coming out as of Friday. So if you guys are into that, now's the time to get it. If you are wondering, why is he talking about it? Why do I care? Check out the uh, video in our Facebook group, which we just hit 20,000. We did not mention that when Mike was on here. Uh, we just hit 20,000 followers, not too shabby. Thank you all for doing that. Uh, but if you go to our Facebook page, you will see there was a video we did last Thursday with Spinatron and Sean, a.k.a. the NFT boy, uh, going over a lot of the strategies to make money when it comes to buying and selling NFTs. So check it out. That's all I'm going to say about NFT. NFT. Okay, that's it. Next, recent pickups. Mike, what was your read? Oh, He's not here. He's not going to answer that. Ronick, any recent pickups for you, bud? Uh, no, not in terms of cards. No. Sorry. Wait, what did you pick up then? Like a Like a sandwich or... Did you buy something? Um, yeah, I bought some food yesterday. Really? What kind of food did you get? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? Did, have you? Okay, so when I said recent pickups, you said not in the terms of cards. What does that mean to you? Did you buy like some sneakers or another collectible of some kind? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't collect much, honestly. You're not a collector. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I don't think we've ever really gotten into like what your collection, if any, looks like. Do you even have a card at your house? Uh, yeah, I mean, I used to have cards when I was a kid and, uh, I mean, I still have them, but it's just, uh, like a bunch of baseball cards that I used to 
love when I was a kid. And um, I are there is there value to any of them? I assume at this point you have had to have gone through and looked. I have. Yeah. I've, ever since I started producing the show, I just went back and looked and I, I feel like I don't have anything that cool. I just have a bunch of like tops cards that that seem pretty worthless to me. I don't know. You know what? You know, a tops card is never worthless when you have a bicycle. Because you, have you ever heard the motorcycle sound a card makes in the spokes of a bicycle? There's value there, buddy. Don't you ever get rid of those, okay? And plus, my interior design idea, uh, patent pending. Please don't steal that or I'll sue you. Um, okay. You know what? That's nice. It's nice to hear from you, Ronick, because I'm going to be honest. Mike, he would have just drowned you out. Let's just let's be fair. I love Mike. Best friend. He would have just he would have talked too much. And now we don't have to worry about that for the next 30 minutes until he's back on the next podcast, which we wish him a speedy recovery. We can't wait for that. All right. With that being said, let's talk about Jesse's pickups. Uh, I have two. Someone asked today in uh, the mailbag, what are your recent sports pickups? Um, I'm sorry. I don't have an answer for you there. Unless you consider Flonkerton a sport. And in that case, I do have an Oscar Martinez, a.k.a. Oscar Nunez card from the office that I just picked up three number three out of seven not too shabby I also out of 20 just got myself a nice Joey Lawrence maybe you know him from brotherly love and other Disney-esque Nickelodeon TV shows actually what did he get what was he known for all I know is he's part of my childhood Joey Lawrence I just had I saw his card I had to have it so um that if anything I'm looking for, there was another question. Um, you know what? I'm not even going to answer it because I want to get the guy's name. Uh, but there are a lot of pop century cards out there. But when you guys heard Josh Luber's interview, he mentioned like upper deck and some others. Does anyone know specifically what cards he's talking about as far as like celebrity auto cards go? Because I want them. Um, I want something that's considered because. He kind of I don't want to say he scoffed at the whole leaf pop century thing, but it didn't sound like that was what he was going after. I want to know what he's going after. Granted, it's probably much more expensive, but, you know, I consider it a decent investment. So um, if anybody knows, leave something in our chat somewhere. Oh, would really appreciate it. Um, let's see. Before we go to mailbag. And again, I'm going to save most of mailbag for Jason when he gets here, because a lot of it's for him. There's some for me, too. Uh, but before we get to that, I did want to give a quick shout out. If you guys did not see the newsletter that came out today, there's a link to a video about collectible, uh, the whole fractional marketplace in general. Granted, it is a sponsored video. However, we don't take on any sponsor that we don't already believe in. We have some kind of idea on how we can make money and get some value from it. That was a fun video. And the audio actually is better. Like I when I saw the video, I was like, I don't understand what, why this is so much better than the last ones. And then I realized, oh, the audio is a thousand times better because we pre-recorded it. Granted, for the first minute and a half, bear with us because I forgot to hit the record button. So it's still bad audio for a minute and a half. But the, another 20 minutes after that is solid gold. Um, so check that out. It's on our YouTube ch uh, channel. As Mike has mentioned, we are uh, knee deep, if not higher, maybe mid thigh deep into this new studio thing. Um, we will have it as of January one. I don't know if we'll be recording first thing because we got to do a couple things to it, but really not a lot. It's pretty much ready to go. 
Um, in fact, this week I'm looking for deals buying cameras and laptops and things like that for the, the space. So that'll be cool. There's going to be some more video content coming out uh, because of that space. And Mike gets to just sit around with me uh, in a room while we record the podcast, which I just I am so happy for Ronick that he's going to be able to get to watch that and enjoy that. So um, on that note, let's invite Jason Flynn to the studio. Jason. Hi. Thank you so much for joining. Did you know you didn't know at the time of agreeing to this that it was just going to be the two of us, did you? Not when I agreed, but I found out earlier on today. And to be honest, I thought, what fun. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, I have been on a few podcasts solo and I have had more fun mm. when Mike's not there trying to I when Mike's there, he keeps the professional Jesse in check. And I appreciate that because I'm thinking, okay, don't want dead time, don't want like, you know, the empty air, fill it with something, but I also feel a lot of pressure and then I end up stumbling over my words and fa- sounding like a complete fool. Mm. And with you here, I feel like it's just a couple of irish brogues enjoying a pint of guinness guinness that's yep. the that's the one mm-hmm. with a shillelagh over our shoulder no no cut no, that no real don't talk no, about- cut the- ron i cut shillelagh if you could why is that a bad thing i thought it was like a- no you just don't I, I never i've never even seen a shillelagh in real life oh wow okay that's too bad because I've, I've i've seen them in real life i mean i don't i'm surprised i think maybe they all went they were all exported to america what do you think a shillelagh is? Or what do I think a shillelagh is? It's a little truncheon. What's a truncheon? It's a kind of a a, a, a baton. Is that like a bat? No, not a bat. Not quite what? a bat. It's like a little uh, like a little switch, like a little hand Like switch. a stick, like a club. Like a club, yeah, yeah. These are yeah, all that's synonyms. What I, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess so. I... I mean, I just thought it was like a like a club for hitting gophers or something. Uh, that's all. It's not for hitting gophers. It's for hitting other people. People? Yeah. That's a weapon. Yeah. No. You keep it on you, and then if you get into a fight, you have a little ready-made club. I feel like when people come to listen to soccer cards, they also want to know about Irish heritage, and that's what we're giving the people. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. No problem. The culture. Everything Irish is is my I I am I don't want to brag about it. I'm part Irish. It's not a big deal. Congratulations. Obviously, I know nothing about that side of me. That being said, Jason, thanks for coming to talk about soccer cards. Yes, you're very welcome. Excited to be back. Is am I, is it just so you're flying solo this week? Oh no no no. We this is the one podcast we're doing this week, and Mike is on the beginning of this podcast. You'll ah. when you get to go back and listen, you'll hear all the Great. the okay. beauty that we did. Um, all right. So that being said, let's jump right in. Yes. Because there have been so many people who have hit us up with, hey, tell us anything about soccer cards. And unfortunately, Mike and I just come back and stare at each other with blank faces. We, we got nothing. So that being said, we have amassed a number of soccer related questions from the fans mm-hmm. that I want to pepper you with. How comfortable do you feel? with just getting rocked with so many mailbag soccer card questions that that's pretty much all we're going to do. Yeah, I feel fine about that. Um, I'm not sure how many uh, numbers I'll have to hand, uh, but in terms of the overall feel, I'm happy to field any questions. Okay. All I, all I ask is that you, you say, I don't know, or you pass if you don't care. Because you don't have to answer all of these if you don't know. I, I okay. hate when people make something up. 
something I like to do and I don't like it. So right. Um, that being said, there also are some questions for me. So it's going to go a little bit back and forth with a serious question. And then I assume any question for me is probably non-serious. So we'll just I'm see ready. how that goes. All right. Jason Flynn. First question up. <laughs> oh, my God. How nervous are you right now? Are you so like nervous? Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> All right. That being said, we'll start you out with an easy one. Like who wants to be a millionaire? First question in Europe. Is there any preference for brands when it comes to soccer slash football cards? This is from Jason Tennant from the Facebook. In Europe, there is a a preference in terms of what we buy because uh, Panini don't distribute their uh, premium cards in Europe. Really? So occasionally you'll find like a box of NFL Prism on the Panini, say the Panini UK site. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, you won't find any of the Premier League Prism uh, hobby boxes. They don't distribute any hobby product really on any great scale. It's not in any shops. You can't go to, you know, a big supermarket or a big... uh, chain of stores and pick it up. It's not on shelves. Um, Tops, on the other hand, uh, release Tops Chrome and and most of their range on their various European websites. Um, So you can actually get a box of Tops Chrome if you want it in Europe um, without importing it from the US. That's not the same of a, a hobby box, say, of Premier League or World Cup Prism as it stands right now. So how do you ever get access to that at all? Like, can you find it online and have it shipped over? Yeah, you can. The you, price? can you can you can get it on, on eBay or you can get it like from one of the um, from one of the uh, secondary sellers, you know, like one of the big websites, which I will not mm-hmm. name here. Um, and they, you can pay an import. You'll pay import tax on it. Uh, oh, okay. So it works out very expensive. Uh, okay. Generally, we are like there's an upcoming World Cup, uh, a World Cup preview set. Um, mm-hmm. which is actually a new release of Donruss, uh, which is very exciting because um, Donruss last came out for soccer in 2018-19 and they're doing a World Cup preview set in the same format. And there's been no word on how much of it will be available uh, this side of the Atlantic. Um, and every time we ask Panini uh, to tell us their plans, they just send us to their to their uh, na- national distributor. So they have a distributor in the UK, in Germany, in France, in Italy, for each country. Um, and you can't actually talk to Panini at a corporate level in Europe. They always just send you to a, a distributor who don't have the premium product. It's very frustrating. Yeah, so they, they're just kind of sending you. It feels like sending you in circles. Exactly. Um, that is interesting. I don't know if you heard the Luber interview last week where he talked about like the whole international aspect of the card game and how that could change in the next few years. I'd be interested to see how that benefits you guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, they, they always talk about that, like the international aspect and growing it internationally, but it's not that hard. Like it's, yeah. they're, they're, it's not that like, if you can get it is, through a secondary market, you should be able to get it through the yeah. direct market. I would think. Or, 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 or sell it to somebody in Europe who has a supply chain throughout Europe. Maybe it's one of the big British brands, or maybe it's a German website or whoever it is and let them yeah. distribute it and just see how it goes. I mean, it's not, there is an appetite, but you won't know that. Uh, unless you put it up for sale. Okay. Um, I think that that's the easiest question we're going to get because it relates purely to you and the handful of listeners that are yeah. in Europe. Now it's all going to be probably US-based questions. So, okay. Um, so let's go with uh, JD Pearson wants to know, is there a place to find the best rookie cards for soccer players? I really want a Mats Hummels card 
Oh, and I'm going to butcher these names, so please don't laugh too hard. Uh, a, a Matt Hummel's card in a Bor- Borussia... Borussia Dortmund. Yes, but I'm struggling to figure out which one is his true rookie. Okay. Yeah, so um, let me think. So Matt Hummel's in a Borussia Dortmund kit. His true rookie is probably going to be in a, a Panini sticker. Uh, Panini or Tops. I'm sure Panini had the license back when he was a rookie. Um, so to find out what set that was in, you would go to Wikipedia, see when he made his debut, then go to a website called laststicker.com and find the corresponding Panini sticker set and then use those search, cross-reference those on eBay and find his sticker. Okay. And if you wanted a card, I presume his uh, earliest card in a Borussia Dortmund kit is probably a Topps Chrome Bundesliga. Okay, awesome. But that's, probably, that's like literally years and years after his, uh, after his rookie sticker because he was at a different team in the meantime. You said laststicker.com is the Last site sticker. that you would go com. to? Yeah. Okay, that's a good resource. Um, he, JD had one other question. Best USA men's soccer players to buy for the World Cup. Yeah, so this is something that we're talking about all the time um, on on our show because actually one of our listeners reached. What out. was the name of that show again, Jason? Soccer Cards United is a oh podcast my goodness, that we that's have. That's right. <laughs> and um, every time I come on, you guys force me to promote it. Why don't you promote it? Just do it. <laughs> um, one of our listeners uh, reached out to us and just said we hadn't even like we weren't even coming. I wasn't even coming on the show at any point uh, on this show, but I. I they just said, next time you're on Sports Card Nonsense, will you talk about um, the USA recently beat Mexico in a World Cup qualifier? Yeah, that's and something surprisingly I heard about. Yeah, yeah, and it was a huge, huge event. They've, I think, they've beaten Mexico now the last three times they faced them. Um, wow. So, like, the, it's very much in in the US favor at the minute that rivalry. Um, and one of our listeners wanted to point out that on eBay, US men's national team cards were apparently lighting up. Uh, during that match and in and around that match. So the players we're talking about, you can't really look past Christian Pulisic in terms of he'll probably be the captain if he's fit and if he's there. Um, He has premium cards as his true rookie. Um, And he's kind of like the leader because a lot of players are younger than him. He's not that old, but he's kind of the leader of this this current generation. And then past that, you would have players like uh, Brendan Aronson, uh, Gio Reyna, uh, Ricardo Pepe, uh, Tim Weah, um, Timothy Weah is uh, has a Topps Chrome rookie. Um, so yeah, Weah, Pepe, Aronson. And, then and these are guys. all team uh, players on Team USA, right? Which means that they, does that mean they have to be from the USA? Is that correct? I can't remember. Yeah, so they have to be eligible, which means they're um, either they're, they're US citizens or one of their parents is a US citizen or sometimes there's a grandparent rule as well. Oh, okay. um, where you get players that are eligible for like four different countries through various different grandparents and stuff. Like oh, that. wow. I gotcha. Okay. But all of those players are all Team USA players. Yeah. They all okay. play their club football at different clubs around the world, but they play nationally for the, for the USA. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, cool. That's, um, I always, I, I feel like by the time you come on like five more times, I'm going to remember some of these facts. <laughs> so that's going to be really good. Um, okay. Perfect. Lee Kirby wants to know from, the Facebook would like to hear Jason's perspective on MLS and its place in the larger soccer world in general. And also, does he see it gaining respect in the future? Yeah, so um, the MLS, like, 
certainly when I was growing up, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but the reason they had to found the MLS was because in the early 90s uh, or the late 80s, I suppose, the USA bid to host the FIFA World Cup in 1994. And one of the conditions that FIFA had was if you're going to host a World Cup, you have to have a professional national league. So the MLS was set up to basically legitimize American soccer. And for many years, it was kind of somewhere that you'd find a lot of like journeymen from other countries playing and quite a low level or like guys that played like college soccer maybe would go and have a kind of half-hearted career along with like retirees basically from European leagues would go over maybe when they're 35 or 36, 37 and get, you know, a few years playing in America. Um, And now it's kind of different. Now it's the youth structures at these teams are are being improved or being changed. Teams like the uh, New York Red Bulls or FC Dallas, especially um, have very good youth setups. Wait, there's a team called the Red Bulls. Yeah. They're owned by the company Red Bull. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to be. I just, I just find that interesting. I, I didn't know it was that corporate. I mean, I know it gets corporate, but it's like the Apple iPods coming down the field. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's funny. Okay. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, no, Red Bull have a, a network of teams. The New York Red Bulls, they have one in Germany, one in uh, Austria. They're from Austria. And they have one mm-hmm. in Brazil as well. Um, But so... The USA and the MLS now are starting to export players to Europe in a way that just didn't really happen. So you used to be all the European players who didn't make it in Europe or who were coming to the end of their careers in Europe would go to the MLS. But now we're getting younger players being exported from the MLS into Europe. So you have like um, you have like Gianluca Busio and uh, Tanner Tessman or two young Americans that are playing in Venice, in Italy okay. for Venezia. And you have uh, Ricardo Pepe, who's 17, FC Dallas um, product. And they're interested in him in Europe at the moment. He's probably the next one that's going to move over. We mm-hmm. had Brendan Aronson move from the New York Red Bulls to um, to RB Salzburg, which is the one in Austria. So I think the, the MLS, from a soccer card point of view, is becoming a league where you can actually do some real prospecting. I mean, they have like, there's okay. Bowman MLS. There's, you know, MLS Chrome. So you can get like very uh, early cards of guys that may end up playing one day for, you know, like Sergio Dest, who's American at Barcelona or Gio Reyna at um, Borussia Dortmund. Now, they didn't come from the MLS, but you could have players like that, Americans that have their, their rookies in the MLS, the rookie card in the MLS and end up playing for, you know, huge clubs in Europe like your Real Madrid's or your Bayern Munich's or people like this. Is there a certain product that typically you find the most, I guess, the best prospecting uh, that you you go to for the best prospecting? Sorry. Yeah, well, it's hard. Like, I mean, at the moment, um, one of the biggest places you'd prospect would be the Champions League, UEFA Champions League Chrome set or Bundesliga Chrome. But for the MLS, like there was an MLS Bowman set that had a load of prospects in it. And MLS sets in general are not hugely desirable, partly because in Europe, not hugely desirable in Europe, partly because a lot of European collectors still have that old stereotype in their head of the MLS as being kind of like a kind of a retirement league for Mm -hmm. European veterans and don't realize the sheer volume of players that are going to be playing at the top level in, in five years or three or five years that are currently playing in the MLS. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I I guess that's that was one of the questions that if I can sum up probably like a handful of the questions, it's 
where do I go to buy product? Like, what's the product I want to buy if I'm trying to get into the soccer game? You know, as far as maybe like a, a make money aspect yeah. as, as opposed to a collector standpoint. Yeah, well, like, so the MLS ones are, I mean, Champions League, Chrome, or um, any of the UEFA Champions League products, or maybe like a Bundesliga Chrome, stuff like Premier League Prism. Mm -hmm. uh, you would think that Premier League Prism would be a great one for, for prospecting because everyone, you know, the English Premier League is the most watched, wor uh, watched league worldwide. Mm -hmm. I think uh, there was a new rights deal just signed in the States for it as well. So, but the thing about it is, is that players, young, young players, don't get that many opportunities in the in the Premier League because the stakes are so high. Gotcha. So they're okay. so the teams are so rich they can just buy the best players from other teams, and it's very rare for a young player to break through. Uh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. um, okay, let me let's do this. I got I got a lot more questions for you, but I want to hit at least a few of the ones. Um, Jordan Joseph from the Facebook Yo Sports Boy, what are your thoughts on Shiba Inu crypto? Um, Jason, do you care about crypto at all? Are you into that field? Um, I mean, no, my co-host Enzo is the crypto, is the crypto one of us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And even he's on more of the NFT side of it. Um, uh, but this is one of the, one of the dog coins. Yeah, it is one of the dog coins. Um, to be fair, Jordan, uh, I think Shiba Inu is bound to fail. Uh, I think there's, I, I don't know when that is because right now it's pretty low and I think it could bounce back when, but all, all the cryptos are down over the last week or so. Um, I think that there's a lot of secrecy. They don't really put their code out there from what I've heard. Unlike Doge, they uh, there was a video out um, on a guy's site that I really respect as far as crypto investing. He did basically comparing Shiba Inu and Doge. There's just a lot of things that, are going against Shiba as far as um, some secrecy, new to the market. Uh, is this just like a pump and dump type of scheme? There's questions being raised there. So I'm not saying it can't succeed, but at this point, uh, I think if you're going to go in one of those two, it'd probably be Doge. And if you're going to go into any crypto, don't go into those two. Um, go into like ETH or uh, Avalanche, which is making some waves right now, or of course, Bitcoin, something like that. Okay, there we go. Mix is, Shiba it a little Inu, bit. is that the breed of the dog that the picture is of? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's a meme of a meme, and that's that's how meta we are now getting. Thank yeah. you, Mark Zuckerberg, for that comment. Um, all right, let's go back to a soccer question. Uh, Jesse Folkerts, I hope that was pronounced right, uh, have a lot of tops MLS 2020-2021. How long should I hold? I mean, I suppose the most obvious answer would be until the World Cup next year. Um, so the World Cup, I mean, I mentioned that one of our listeners asked me to bring up the fact that in the Mexico game, there was a lot of activity around men's national, U.S. men's national team players on eBay. Mm -hmm. um, that The kind of point of that was that we can extrapolate from that, that if the U.S., or I should say, I think when, but it's really an if, assuming the U.S. are at the World Cup in 2022, which is mm -hmm. uh, this time next year. And we can extrapolate from that one game that there'll be a lot of hype around U.S. men's national team cards at that stage. There'll be more eyes probably on the team than there has been in years. Um, so if you were feeling brave, I would kind of be holding until the 2022 World Cup. Really? Okay. I 
I think that's a great play. I mean, granted, like you said, if they make it, because if they don't make it, what's what's the scenario? Would you say? Yeah, but I mean, they don't make it. It would be a huge. I mean, I think they're at the they're um, they're either first or second in the table in the qualifying table. I think it would have to be a terrible run of results, almost like a completely impossible run of results for them not to make it. But in saying okay. that, it could happen. And um, yeah, if they don't make it, that's that's a whole other thing. But assuming they make it. They still have to play a minimum number of games, even if they don't get out of the group stage of the World Cup. They're still going to be playing a few games against some top teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they get out of the group and they get into, say, the quarterfinals, I mean, it could just be like, it could be soccer mania. I it think. could be crazy. Yeah. Because then in four years time after that, the World Cup is coming to the States. So yeah. like it's, I would hold until then. That would be probably in absolute insanity for the soccer market as yeah. far as in the US goes. Yeah, That's going to get crazy. Um, Jason Peck kind of follow up to that question. He asked, with the USA and Canada both potential qualifying, potentially qualifying for the World Cup, do we expect a bump in interest from North America for soccer cards? I mean, what do you think from, I guess, someone who doesn't live in the US? What's your viewpoint on that? Yeah, I think more and more, like I'm just seeing a lot of, uh, like the, the soccer is slowly moving into the mainstream, both in the US and in Canada. Um, I mean, Canada have had a one. They also beat Mexico. Mexico are, are not 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 having a great time of it at the moment. <laughs> Doesn't sound like Mexico's doing so. No, hot well, right it's now. it's yeah. kind of that thing of like Mexico. You can tell how good they are traditionally because whenever the U.S. or Canada would beat them, it's like a huge deal to beat Mexico. Sure. Um, yeah. But like the and the Canadians have a great young team as well. The likes of Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David, um, and obviously there's a Canadian card market as well. So, um, I think. Soccer is just going to get more popular in the US. And I know a lot of other like tradi- American sports traditionists don't like necessarily to hear that. Um, but it's like partly a cultural thing and partly, a, you know, with Ted, Ted Lasso and things like this. But sure, it's also yeah. partly just a demographic thing. You know, I've seen your demographic charts and I know what sport those people like. and Those people <laughs> like soccer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, speaking of Ted Lasso, I've heard about the the show. I've never seen any of it. I know nothing about it. Have you seen it? Is it funny? Is it like, is that something that actually is getting guys into soccer? You think? I've only seen clips, but yes, absolutely. I know for a fact it's getting guys into soccer. Um, really? Yeah. We actually it's like have... the documentary on Formula One on Netflix. It's like yeah, it's all like these that. shows that are entertaining, actually pulling guys into the sport or the hobby. Completely. So like Ted Lasso is one of those things where you can watch it and you don't have to know anything about soccer. But because the whole premise of the show is that he knows nothing about soccer. Oh, okay. That's so, funny. So James well, I like Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, he plays, yeah. A, a, I think, an a American football coach who takes over at, at a, an English soccer team. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a culture clash and a lot of laughs along the way. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Is this a kid-friendly show? I don't know anything about I it. Think it's, I think it's reasonably kid-friendly. I've heard it's very, people okay. say wholesome, people say kind, people say heartfelt. Oh, okay. I cool. think not young, young kids, but like... Yeah, like a TV 14. I don't know if they have the same even, rating system Maybe even lower than that. Maybe... Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, Let's see. Rob King wants to know, which one North American player should I invest in? And why is the answer Alfonso Davies? Yeah, well, Alfonso Davies is um, the best Canadian player um, currently playing. It may be the best Canadian player Ever, I don't know. I've just said that. Um, but he's very young. <laughs> Wait, you don't know? You just said that like 
that's the first time anyone has ever said that. It's just not. No, I think people have said it, but I, I just okay. there might be somebody at home thinking, "What about this guy? He was Canadian," but I just can't think of any other Canadians. I gotcha. That, okay. You know. Um. So yeah, Alfonso Davies plays for Bayern Munich, um, which is a huge European club, and um, he won a treble, which means he won their uh, the German domestic league the German Domestic Cup and the UEFA Champions League. So champions of Germany twice over and champions of Europe in the same year. Um, and he's the captain of Canada, I think, at the minute. Um, as I said, they just beat Mexico in the snow in Edmonton, I think in minus 10 degrees Celsius or whatever Holy. that is. It was very do they cool. have Do they have long pants? I've never seen a soccer player no, wear long, long pants. pants. No, I mean, like, even when it's negative 10 outside, you're wearing those shorts? Oh, well, they're Canadians. That's partly why they beat the Mexicans, I think. That's just, they, yeah, okay. Yeah. Home field advantage, that makes sense. Um, Man, that's rough. So Alfonso Davies, my one thing about him is that I don't think he's the best North American investment because, number one, he's a left back, so he's a defender. So he's not going to be, although he plays more up the pitch for Canada. But also, he's not American. So the biggest card market is in the States, and that's where that's where the the... When the American money piles in, prices rise much higher than they do pretty much compared to anything else, even combined. Um, gotcha. So even if Alfonso Davies is the best North American player at the next World Cup, I mean, he's not American. So the, so I don't see a lot of USA collectors running out and saying, I have to get this Canadian guy, even if they recognize that he's brilliant. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Uh- Oh, you know what? Let me, I was going to make a point, but the, there's a question that actually follows that up pretty well. So Danny, oh man, Ginevan, maybe? That that sounds kind of Irish, right? Or Scottish? It oh. could be, yes. Yeah, so, could be. Here anyway, yeah. Do you know Danny? No, never heard no, of him. Not familiar with Danny though. Okay, cool. Uh, Danny wants to know, in American football, um, so NFL, most of the big names are typically quarterbacks. Does that ring true for football as well? Uh, soccer, football, i.e. goal scorers get all the love, value, and cards. Yeah. Um, that's what we're seeing at the moment. Uh, like, you look at who are the the greatest um, in terms of, of cards. I mean, I think this record sale for soccer card is Pele, Brazilian legend. I don't think I know that's true. Uh Brazilian legend. He was a forward, prolific goal scorer, held the all-time goal scoring record uh, up until uh, Cristiano Ronaldo broke it. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, again, prolific goal scorer. Lionel Messi, prolific goal scorer. Is that who you got on your over your shoulder, over your left shoulder up on the that shelf? Is that what I'm uh, seeing? No, over that my PSA? left shoulder. This guy is actually Jaden Sancho, who I've just put up there. He plays for Manchester United. I've just put him up there because Manchester United changed or sacked their manager. Uh, fired their manager and um, he was kind of an outcast under the previous manager so I'm kind of putting him up there because I think now is the Sancho resurgence and yeah. I happen to be sitting on a bunch of slabs <laughs> oh, so, okay. that's not like a pump and dump by any means that's just no because it was over my shoulder you brought it up <laughs> you did that that wasn't that, that wasn't that me was, that, no. was, that was me that's that was fair you did that. no I did that yeah. I'll give you your cut afterwards <laughs> so um, what was I saying oh yeah so goal scorers and it's one of those interesting things because we've been doing our podcast, Soccer Cards United, uh, for, yeah, for about <laughs> a year and a half, maybe. And people have been asking us since the very beginning, when are midfielders and defenders and goalkeepers going to start getting love? And everyone says the same thing. Everyone says, I think they're undervalued. I think they're not respected enough. I think they're fantastic. Why doesn't everyone else think so? 
And yet when it comes time to put your money down, you yeah. pretty much never go for it. Like it's one of those things which you wish the world was like that, but when it's your money, you'd rather yeah. go for somebody that's putting the ball in the back of the net. Absolutely. I agree. I think the same thing goes with in, in the conversation here because Mike, Mike has pointed this out several times. You know, you don't get any love for other positions. However, that we agree they should, but who wants to be the first guy? Because you know you're going to lose money on that. Yeah, so. I'm not going to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I also think they should. So are you going to buy this or what are we going to do? Yeah. I have an alternate theory for all you naysayers out there that don't want to be the first one. Why not buy now when prices are low? And then if everybody starts getting in, yes, they're going to start going up some. But you got in at the bottom. Now you're getting premium dollar by the time everybody else gets in. Yeah. It's a big if, I mean, this makes sense. Okay, yeah. It requires, I think it requires... Jason, I'm trying to help you. Don't say, don't go devil's advocate. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want want only the rosy side of this picture. That's true. Not the negative. Maybe, I think what it needs is like, it needs somebody to do like a a high profile soccer card figure needs to go on like a buying campaign. Yeah, And just make a bunch of big purchases of non-goal scorers and kind of say, this is, I'm making my own market. I mean, I think you get Ronaldo on live TV. He yeah. shows off his card collection, and the majority are not goal scorers. They're just That's all his friends, get. all his friends yeah. that play in midfield. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine the value? Okay. That is great. You know what? Let's go ahead. We're going to take a commercial break, and we're going to be right back. There's not a commercial break. I don't know why. Okay. Am I, I said, I just. Am I coming I just, back after the break? or We're not. There's no break. The, we never stopped recording. Oh, I just wanted to I just wanted to take a break from the soccer cards for just a second. Yeah, because I I I am really happy with how this is going. I just wanted you to know that. Oh, great. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And because when Mike Mike told me he's going to listen to this later and critique it, I just want him to be like, what's he doing? Why did he do any of that? Why did he say that? We've never taken a commercial break. <laughs> we don't take we commercial don't need breaks. One. We have that Spotify deal. <laughs> and that's. That's what that was. And I really appreciate you going along and just kind of going with the flow, Jason. So well, thank I just you. I keep coming back on the show because I'm waiting on Spotify to reach <laughs> out. Dolph. I'm pretty sure I got it. Is that a me- no, I thought I got a text just then. I thought they were saying something. No. It's coming soon though. It's it is, isn't it? I would. I think you're great on the radio. I'm I mean, turning down sponsors. I'm you know, I'm saying, no, no, I don't need your money. No, my Spotify ship is coming in any day. <laughs> And it will. It you just will. keep believing and yep. post on TikTok. That's how, what happened to us. Um, all right. We are going to take a break. The The reason actually I did that was just because I was going to take a break from those cards. I'm going to hit a few of the other non-soccer related cards just so I can get this out of the way. Let's see. Jordan Wahlberg. As a former Dell employee. Oh, uh, so fun fact. Tomorrow is my last day at my regular corporate nine to five oh. job. So Tuesday is my. Did you get fired? Yeah. <laughs> Just, and they were like, nah, not going to cut it anymore, bud. You can't be burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. No. Um, You're I, leaving voluntarily. I am leaving voluntarily. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, been very fortunate. The podcast has gone very well. And at this point, I and this is going to answer what I'm telling you is going to answer a few of the other questions out here. Like, why are you leaving? How does it feel? All that stuff. Um, the reason why I'm leaving now is we I've had a I've been in the corporate world since I got out of college and I've been doing my corporate job while I've been doing the podcast for the last year. And it's like I told Mike at the beginning, he's like, yeah, I would love to quit my job and do this. But one, 
I've got to be able to support my family. So that's a big part of it. And two, I just want to make sure this is going to, it's got legs, you know, it's going to go somewhere. And at the end of the day, now versus, you know, January when we started, it's night and day as far as like confidence in the level of success that I think we're going to have and how far this thing's going to go. And at this point, it, I, I am very, very fortunate to say and thank you to Spotify and our sponsors and all that who've made it possible to where I can now quit my job and be able to afford to still pay my bills at the same time. Um, so yeah, we're in a totally different place and it is really cool to say that I can do what I love to do as my full-time gig, which is hang out with my best friend, talk about things I know nothing about, which is what I do with everyone. Am I your best friend? Uh, is that what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and Jason is my best friend. I was kind of looking around. I was like, I was like, I don't see anybody else. <laughs> you and Ronick are my best friends. I knew it. And that's, I just wanted you guys to know that Ronick, you heard it here first. Yeah, he says thanks, Jesse. You're <laughs> welcome, bud. Um, no, I'm sorry, I now, didn't mean to interrupt. That was beautiful. No, 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 no. And that was it. It's basically now we're at, we are at that time in my life. And and plus the bonus is that while I was doing my job this last year, I was able to put some money into savings that you know I didn't necessarily have to have for bills. I haven't gone out and bought a new car. I, I'm still rocking a 2007 Nissan Versa uh, <laughs> with 170 thousand miles on it. Just because I don't ever drive anywhere, it's like, and it's paid off. Why get rid of it? Because I don't need another car. But I just, I'm, yeah, I just put money away as a safety net. But in the meantime, we've got so many fun things going on with the the show and the podcast. It's like, you know, it's time to it's time to devote a little bit more time to it. So, so there you go for Michael Ferrario, Jordan, and whoever else asked me, Joel Brand, all you guys who are asking me questions about why I did it, why now. There you go. That's the answers. Um, wow. Whew, I'm tired. I, 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 like I, I toast to you with my I, uh, cola brand that I will not name. I don't want to. Are you sponsored by any cola brands? Oh, we very well might be. Uh, so I don't want to say one because you is, might. Is that just regular cola, though? It looks like that coffee cola. No, I've I'll been show seeing. you. What, I'll show you. I don't know if you can see. All right, don't tell the audience. Don't tell the audience. I won't. Zero sugar, zero don't caffeine. Don't read that out because that's probably a trademark as well. No, they would. Everyone says zero. It's a number. You can't trademark they don't zero. Say, they don't say zero. <laughs> they say no. They no say no sugar. Yeah. Now everyone knows. And now oh, everyone I, knows what it is. Simmons oh, just texted me. That's not true. He wouldn't do that. He isn't my number. He hates me. No, I'll never get that Spotify deal. <laughs> All right, we're back from our break. Uh, thank you, Jason, so much for hanging on while we. Did whatever we just did. No, that was and, <laughs> um, Let's hit a few more of these cards because here's the thing. At this point, if we go another five, ten minutes, we're still like in an hour and 20 for this thing. So um, let's knock out a few more of these. If, if you got it in you, you feeling good? I feel good. I feel fine. Um, how long is the show usually? Uh, that really depends on mine and Mike's mood the oh, day. Wow. Um, yeah. it, it When we first signed up, we told him, all right, we agree. We will do. We were doing twenty-minute episodes. We were like, "All right, fine. We'll do a thirty-minute to four, thirty to forty-five is the max, though." Yeah. And now we don't do an episode that's less than an hour, uh, nine times out of ten. And a lot of them are like now an hour twenty. I get complaints from my wife. She's like, "Can you please keep it shorter? Because I have to listen to all." The, I think she listens just to make sure I don't make a fool of myself. And Aww. so she's like, "I have to listen to all of it." 
and it's too long now. I disagree. I think it's not. See, we, long we went the other way. We started doing very long episodes, and then I brought in a rule where I said the main show is an hour, and if we're talking, I'm going to cut you off in the middle of a sentence. It's an hour. Wow. And the bonus show is a half an hour, and that's it. See, you know, Spotify might have a word with you about that. Granted, Spotify was happy with 30 to 45 minutes, so maybe they won't. Maybe they'd be more than know. happy to we, We'll talk so. about it in the meeting. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> soccer cards. Soccer cards. Uh, let's move on to a few questions. There's, there's still more Facebook questions, but we've got some Instagram questions as mm. well. Um, oh, man, I need a sound effect for Instagram. Uh, uh, Instagram. <laughs> that was not bad that was not me people that was jason and it sounded so good um now i have to uh instagram yeah that works I think. pretty good yeah yep. we're doing it okay instagram <laughs> i've already i've already dropped it bull city slabs what's an oh no that's a question for me never mind lenny the duck 13 for jason what four countries would you consider most likely to make semi-finals of qatar world cup 2022 Argentina, Germany, oh, Spain, and uh, France. Wow, bro. Yeah. Okay, fine. No USA, no love. That's okay. That's okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Why uh, any particular, just they're already doing great? Or do you, are any of those underdogs or what do no, you, let's what say, you say? Uh, Germany, I think are going to be in flying form by the time the world cup comes around. They're already qualified. Um, Argentina are the current South American champions and it'll probably be Lionel Messi's last world cup. So that's important. So they're in good form as well. Uh, France just have an amazing squad. And if they can get, they have Kylian Mbappe. And many, many other unbelievably good players. So if they can get it together, uh, they also have Karim Benzema of Real Madrid. If they can get it together, there's no reason that anyone should be able to beat them. And then Spain, I just really like what their current coach is doing with them. And I, I think they could go very far. I mean, also like England have a great chance. Brazil have a great chance. Um, Yeah, that would be kind of my... England and Brazil were the two that I struggled to keep out of the semifinals. I think the USA could could go um, last 16 or, or quarterfinals if they get really a couple of lucky breaks. But um, yeah, I would be th- looking at, at, at Germany, Spain, France and Argentina. That's obviously with a European bias, by the way. Sure. That's, uh, you know, we'll allow it. That's fine. Um, I'm curious, and this is complete ignorance. Is the Women's World Cup at the same time or is that a different time? No, the Women's World Cup is um, on a different. So they're both on four year cycles, as far as I know. But they're um, a year, a year apart. Yeah. So the last World Cup was in 2018, and the last Women's World Cup was in 2019. So the next Women's World Cup will be in 2023. 2023. Okay. Gotcha. Um, okay, that's fair. Uh, I I know nothing, so I have nothing to add to that. But um, you mentioned Mbappe and Messi being on teams. Uh, it, any other players that is Ronaldo still playing? Is Cristiano? Yeah, he, he played, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Portugal actually missed out on automatic qualification for the World Cup, um, and they have to now go into a playoff in March, along with a couple of other really big teams like Italy, for instance, to try and get one of the last European places to go to the World Cup. And um, there are three European places left that'll be settled by playoff. Um, so Ronaldo's still there. 
Um, and if he makes it to the World Cup, obviously that'd be that'd be big. Uh, but you him. don't think he would make it? Well, he and his team would make it to the semi-finals. No, so. I don't. No, because I yeah. think they their manager at the moment is very limited. Um, he won the European Championship in 2016. Um, and I think that's a case where I'm sure you can think of, of, of an analogy for something in American sports, but like he won that and kind of became unimpeachable. The manager it was like, well, he did that. So he can just kind of squander the next five years and we'll keep cutting him a break because he brought us that totally unexpected, huge victory. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm really good at analogy. So like that would be like, if you went into a Walmart and the man greeting you there was Colonel Sanders and you guys yes. all went out for a yeah. Friday uh, night lights TV show marathon. That's essentially That'd the same be thing. really what it's like. Yeah. Yep. Even, even yeah. I could follow that one and I don't really know anything about American sports. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I, like, I mean, a couple of things to point out, obviously I mentioned Messi on Argentina and Mbappe on France. I also mentioned Germany and Spain. So for Germany players, uh, amazing crop of young players coming through players like Jamal Musiala, uh, Florian Wirtz. You also have like Leroy Zane, uh, Serge Gnabry, and then Thomas Muller still in there as well. Um, and then for Spain, a couple of brilliant, uh, young talents, few brilliant young talents among them is the kid who's just been named the golden boy for for football, which is like a, uh, I think it's an Italian newspaper, names a golden boy award. And Pedri, who is a product of the Barcelona Youth Academy, um, just just was announced as the winner, I think, today. Mm-hmm. Um, so his rookie is from the, is 2020-21 uh, cards, soccer cards. He'll be in Champions, in Champions League products and La Liga products as well, I believe. And um, they also have Barcelona, another young midfielder this season, whose rookies are going to be this season, Gavi. So Pedri and Gavi will probably be at the World Cup running the Spanish midfield uh, in 2022. A couple of exciting prospects there as well. Okay, that makes sense why you'd put them in there then. Um, What about Holland? What national team does he play for? Holland plays for Norway, um, who just got knocked out of the qualifying. Oh, uh, no. the, The last round of... Uh, of of work of qualifying yeah they were in a group very tough qualifying group uh, Norway were in with the Netherlands and uh, Turkey mm-hmm. and in the last game of qualifying the Netherlands beat Norway Haaland wasn't there he's been injured for a while um, but he wasn't there and they got knocked out so he won't be going to the World Cup Aww. there was a chance that Norway were going to boycott the World Cup anyway um, but it'll be interesting to see how Haaland's prices are affected by that I still think he's going to the very top of the game um, but he won't have that World Cup spike, which might mean that World Cup 2022 could end up being a good time to buy Haaland if you still believe in him long term. So I guess I'm a little confused as far as like how the spikes go when it comes to this, because you've got your National League and you've got your club leagues. And when there is they get kicked out of the National League, OK, I would think, yeah, that would affect pricing. But when there there's still going to be some National League games between now and the World Cup, right? Is the new seat does a new season no, so start? They do it. it it's the there's there there aren't always national team games being played. So they do it on a mm-hmm. on a it's on a tournament cycle. So let's say the World Cup's in 2022. There's yeah. a World Cup qualifying campaign that everyone has to play in say 2021. Mm-hmm. So you start qualifying for the 2022 World Cup the year before, you play that. But like next year, Norway aren't necessarily going to 
be playing any national, well, they'd be playing in, in the UEFA Nations League, which is a kind of made up competition that just came out a couple of years ago. But the World Cup is a huge spike in viewership. So it's like the, the semi-finals okay. of the, and finals of the Champions League, the UEFA Champions League for your club. They're a huge spike in viewership. So because soccer is on so much and there's so many teams and so many players, for prices to move, you have to have kind of players doing high profile things in one of the 20 most watched games in any given season. And so when it comes to World Cup, uh, World Cup and qualifying rounds, those are probably some of the biggest games, the biggest hype that the, these players can get as far as market some pricing them, goes. Yeah, but more so at the World Cup itself. Because if you imagine at a World Cup, whatever is happening in World Cup qualifying, most people are watching their country. Okay. But regardless of what country you're from, everyone is watching the World Cup. Okay. And everyone is watching more of the World Cup than they would see of any other competition. And when does the World Cup start? When, when do they actually start playing it's games? It's usually in the summer, but because it's in Qatar in the Middle East and it's too hot in the summer to play, um, they're playing next November. Oh, wow. Okay. So then actual club games, though, Holland will be back playing for, he plays for... Borussia Dorf- Dortmund. Dortmund, yeah. So. Yeah. In between now and then, he'll probably yeah, be back right. playing with them. And granted, he won't be playing a World Cup, but his values could still oh, yeah. come up some because he'll still perform well in regular club, club, club games. So. I mean, he, he, he'll he be back probably before Christmas or just after Christmas uh, and resume playing for Borussia Dortmund. And maybe in the summer, he moves to a bigger club um, and has an even more high-profile time. If that's what I mean. Like, if, the ha- if you imagine that Haaland's prices are already high and are probably going to get higher. One of the rare opportunities to buy him is number one now that he's injured at the minute. So that, yeah, that was kind of the point I was going to ask you about is like now the time to buy him now that we know he's not going to the world cup, he's already injured. Like his prices, I would assume have to be down or going down. Yeah. they are. Why not buy now? And then, you know, when he comes back and actually plays, you know, club league games, he might do better. Exactly. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, all right, let's do this. I got, uh, Let's do like one or two more. Let me let me see here. All right. Easy question for you. Or maybe easy. Judson Scott from Instagram would love to know what current wax Jason likes to rip. Yes. Um, so I'll tell you what what we ripped a lot of um was last year's uh UEFA Champions League Stadium Club. Um we loved that because uh, imagery in soccer in terms of cards has not been great uh, traditionally it's mostly just a kind of static image of a player you know mid run um, and we hadn't had stadium club before so maybe we'd had it for the Premier League but not for not for the Champions League and so to have it for the Champions League and just it was one of those things where even if you're pulling base cards out of the pack you're still looking at it going Ooh, ah, because it's stadium club. So there's something to look at as opposed to just a kind of a a, a base design. I also really liked um, the museum uh, collection, Tops Museum from 2019, 2020, which is the Haaland year. And again, the again the year after, which was last season, I, I really liked museum. Um, museum, stadium club, Again, I wish I could open more Panini. Like I opened Panini Premier League. Some of they came in a cereal box configuration and we got like a, a shipment of them over here. And um, we opened them and they were fine. But, but Panini, it's so hard to keep track of what 
configurations have what parallels and some are numbered and some have no chance of an auto and some have chance of an auto. So it was kind of a disappointing rip, to be honest. Um, and then recently I've been ripping uh, stickers from random countries from random years looking for rookies. So like I ripped 2018, 2019 Belgian Pro League stickers looking for a Jonathan David rookie. Jonathan David is one of the stars of the young Canadian team. Um, I struck out on that. I also opened some 2016-17 Portuguese stickers to look for uh, rookies of a guy called Rafinha, who's a Brazilian player. He'll probably be at the World Cup next year. And so for me, it was like stadium club, museum, and then you can't beat just like opening like a big stack of stickers that you're just kind of going like nothing, 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 nothing. Oh, remember he played for them? Nothing, nothing. Oh, I remember that? <laughs> you know, so old stickers and then yeah. recent stadium club, recent museum. Okay. Um, all right. Well, there you go, guys. Go as far as any wax. If you're looking to try and follow in the, the footsteps of Jason, that's what you can get. I apologize. I just knocked something over. Never mind that. Um, all right. I think that's pretty much our la- I've got a couple other here, but this thing is going on an hour and a half at this point. So, uh, Jason, I gotta say, thank you so very much for joining me on this podcast and making it to where it's not just me talking by myself for the last hour. It really helped me to uh, build a little confidence in doing this solo thing. I think so. you did a great job, and I thank you for having me. And um, you're very welcome for any help I can give. And uh, I hope to come on again and see you when you were a man freed from from <laughs> corporate bondage. The shackles of corporate world. Yeah, uh, I am very excited. And if someone wanted to reach out to you directly, do you have any socials that you would like to tell us about? Yes, we do. Um, you can find Soccer Cards United by searching uh, Soccer Cards United on Instagram or on Twitter. Uh, we're not on Facebook, uh, which I know you guys have the, have the Facebook. Um, oh, bruh. We just got on... 20,000 subscribers. I just said oh, the, earlier Lord. in the show. Yeah. Big deal. But we're on Twitter and Instagram and we're nearing 3,000 followers on both of those platforms. So if someone wants to come over and follow us and give us a bit of a boost, we're looking to hit those milestones before Christmas. We also have a website called SuckerCardsUnited.com and we have a couple of uh, sealed wax products in stock over there if someone wanted to support the show and buy some wax from us at a good price. Well... I'm going to say, if you want to stick around for another second, I'm going to close it out and we'll both say bye at the same time. How about that? All right. All right, guys. There was Jason Flynn, our soccer guru. And when he mentions his socials, and I'm going to say this because Mike doesn't, because he doesn't like to be a shill to social media, but I'm saying it because we put out a product and content and we don't ever, you know, charge you guys for any of that. Uh, nor would we, uh, unless you're buying a, a pack from us for some reason. But that being said, the way you can help guys like Jason and ourselves is leaving a comment, giving us a like, a follow, anything like that on social media. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you leave a comment uh, that's negative, please just leave my name out of it or just allude to me and don't say anything specifically about yeah. me because I will be devastated. It will ruin my long weekend I have coming up. So it's thing. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, That being said, thank you so much for listening. Like, follow, subscribe on all of our social medias. Uh, Spotify, if you are listening, please go ahead and just let us know about so we know. Peace of mind, we're signed up for next year. I'm sure we are. It's not a big deal. But uh, follow, like, and subscribe uh, to this podcast on Spotify or wherever else 
you listen, uh, you already know because you're doing it right now. That being said, thank you, Jason, again. Really appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, till next time, yes, guys, have a great long weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, Jason. Bye.